Now the news. I'm Tianlu. The Standing Committee of China's top political advisory body has wrapped up a meeting to prepare for this year's national session that opens on Monday. The meeting approved the draft on the agenda for the upcoming second session of the 14th National Committee of the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference. The session will review a draft report on how last year's proposals have been handled. Chinese Vice President Han Zhen has called for greater business cooperation between China and the U.S. at a dinner hosted by the American Chamber of Commerce. Speaking on Friday, Han pledged to expand the nation's opening up, ensure national treatment for foreign businesses, and foster a law-based international standard business environment for all companies. He cited the San Francisco vision, which aims to promote the healthy development of China-U.S. relations. The vision was established during the summit between Chinese President Xi Jinping and his U.S. counterpart Joe Biden last November. On January the 1st, China and the U.S. marked their 45th anniversary since the establishment of diplomatic relations. Egyptian media reports say Cairo will host talks to reach a truce in the Israel-Hamas conflict in the Gaza Strip on Sunday. The report, citing an Egyptian official, said Egypt has extended continuous efforts to broker a truce agreement before the holy month of Ramadan. A meeting of Palestinian factions has concluded in Moscow. They issued a final statement agreeing to continue their dialogue and condemning aggression against the Palestinian people in the Gaza Strip, in the West Bank and in Jerusalem. The objective of the two-day talks is to unite the factions under the Palestine Liberation Organization. Dasha Chinshova reports from Moscow. Moscow hopes the momentum given in Russia to the process of inter-Palestinian reconciliation will be further developed. Commenting on the meeting of Palestinian factions in Moscow, Russian Foreign Ministry said it is ready to continue to contribute to the efforts to promote a comprehensive settlement of the Palestinian-Israeli conflict, stressing it should be on the international legal basis, including the Arab Peace Initiative. The meeting in Moscow adopted a final statement condemning the use of violence against civilian population in Gaza and calling for the provision of the necessary humanitarian assistance to everyone in need. They also said Palestinians should not be expelled from their land, nor should Gaza be separated from the rest of the Palestinian territories. The sixth session of the United Nations Environment Assembly has concluded in Kenya. The meeting adopted 15 resolutions, two decisions and a ministerial declaration aimed at halting the progression of the planetary crises. United Nations Environment Programme Executive Director Inge Anderson says the meeting has opened important conversations. So many of these resolutions, water, desertification, land degradation, dust, sand and dust storms, have a reality that was, will not immediately translate into national law and national regulations, but will over time. We UNEP have been in business for a long time, and accordingly, when we see when uh, our governing council in the past, and now UNEA, has taken decisions, things have followed. For example, a number of conventions have been established. Meeting in Nairobi from Monday, leaders have called for stronger joint action to address climate change, biodiversity loss and pollution. African leaders urged for a more robust multilateral system to fight against environmental threats. 
The Shenzhou-17 crew aboard China's orbiting space station have carried out their second extravehicular mission. The Chinese astronauts completed the in-orbit maintenance of extravehicular facilities. The mission lasted about eight hours. A spacewalk was conducted by Tang Hongbo and Jiang Xinlin, who have since returned safely to the Wentian lab module. In sports, Yang Sichi has made a breakthrough for China after securing her Olympic berth at the World Surfing Games. The 14-year-old qualified after coming top in repechage round 6 in Arecibo, Puerto Rico. She will be the first Chinese surfer to compete in the Olympic Games since the sport made its debut at the Tokyo Olympics. And that's the news. I'm Tianlu. Lu.